Welcome to the Coffee Kids and Crazy Podcast, a show about creating heart-to-heart connection with your kids. Danny and Sherry Silk are back. Brittany and Seth invited Danny and Sherry to answer listener questions. So get ready as they tackle topics like surviving Zoom calls, parenting adults, the importance of connection, and more. I promise that you'll raise your parenting IQ just by listening. Your podcast hosts, Brittany Serple and Seth Dahl, are here to answer your biggest parenting questions so that you can become a powerful parent. So get ready for Breakthrough as I welcome your hosts, Brittany Serple and Seth Dahl with Danny and Sherry Silk. Kids and crazy. And if you're watching, you can see that we have some guests with us. If you're not watching but listening, my parents are here with us. Oh no, the parents are here. Danny and Sherry Silk. Mimi and Papa. Mimi and Papa. All yes. (laughs) They are. I think I don't know. Do you love being Mimi and Papa more than mom and dad? I will never cannot confirm or deny. (laughs) Exactly. Nice, nice. That was a good Our hearts were expanded, let's just say. Oh, right. There's there's room for all. (laughs) That's funny. Well, they're here to to help us talk about some fun stuff and um, just have good conversations around areas to help you all. But before that, of course, we have the memes that we have every time. Always. Always, always, always. Which I was laughing at this one because... I was in a meeting and I was, this felt like it was happening to me during Mm. the meeting. And I had to keep putting my hand over my mouth to say to my children to turn around and stop looking, but act like I was just, you know, holding my face so that no one could see me doing this. This is what I was doing. But this, here's the meme. I've had plenty of these where I'm coaching parents, working with parents, and Uh here comes the demonstration. Yeah, <laughs> let me show you what a do live you do action when the three-year-old of what's is happening. climbing on your head. Mm-hmm. They're like, ooh, how are you going to handle this? So here's what it is. It is the bottom says, me in a Zoom meeting, and it's a lady. It's Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, who plays Anna from Frozen. And there is behind her another lady, but it says. She's like creeping in. Creeping in, photo bombing. It says, that's my six-year-old. And then on top of Kristen Bell's head, messing up her hair, is a giant lizard. Iguana. Iguana that is bigger than her head. And it says, <laughs> my toddler. So it's mom exactly. in a Zoom meeting. Toddler is on her head. And the six-year-old is in the background Just watching everything looking. that's going on mm-hmm. on the screen. Yes. Totally so, feels like 2020. Yeah. Well, which is what happened when I was in this meeting is you know, I'm in like the classroom area. So right behind me is Ben. I think he's helping a kid. Lincoln, Adeline, Delaney, and her friend Sarah, they're all doing schoolwork. But the best part for me wasn't, it wasn't any of the kids necessarily that were, Adeline every now and then would stop and just look at herself in the camera and be like, you know. But Checking it was it out. was Ben. He stands up and he's like bending over. So it's just his bottom <laughs> consuming the other half of my screen. And I'm just now moving the camera like, what is happening? Why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> and that boy's got a bottom. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. got a bottom. But I, had, I was talking to one of the people that were on the call later. And they're like, yeah, we saw Ben. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yep, I bet you did because he was. That reminds me of another meme. Okay, it's, of course. <laughs> it's the mom 
fresh out of the shower trying to do her hair. It's a cartoon. So fresh out of the shower trying to do her hair. And the kid is walking up with the computer. Mom, how do I end my <laughs> Zoom call? Like, oh, you are going to show your mom to your whole class. I actually yeah. had a teacher. He said we had to, we had to, in our, in their school district, they had to eliminate um, the video because parents would walk by in their underwear and stuff. And like, yeah. Oh, you have 30 kids on the call yeah. just watching mm. mom or dad walk by mm. half naked. Yeah. I have, I've done that. I've where seen I, a few really bad Oh, ones. I know. Yeah. There was, there was, when we, Zoom first came out, it was like um, that one where it was some kind of conference meeting for work. And this lady takes her computer, laptop, in with her walking around and I think she thought her she thought camera she was, was on mute and all, her camera and no was camera. off yeah she sets her camera her laptop oh, no. down oh, and no. she proceeds to sit on the toilet and, and go to and, the bathroom and go yeah. to the bathroom oh, yeah. and everyone is like, like uh, this is uh, worse uh, than if you're the and, preacher and then all of a sudden you see her off. like flipping out and just oh, close it yeah Oh, oh it, my gosh. It was bad. I felt so bad for her. I'm like, yeah. Did, did you quit after of, that? That's what I wonder is. <laughs> yeah. Did you quit after that incident? Either they lost his job or... Yeah. That, was, that yeah. was rough. My goodness. So for everyone that's living through Zoom calls right now, it's, we, it's or, we have lots more. of We salute you. Yes. yes. <laughs> We're with you. We're with you to the end. Oh, man. Well... I think we're going to ask some questions mm-hmm. to my parents, mm-hmm. and we might change it up a little bit, get some adult children questions in there, yeah. um, and and go from there. But um, I'll ask the first question, and it is, how big of a role does connection play in us being successful parents? Is, is there a number higher than 100%? <laughs> 200? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I can't overemphasize it it's it's the difference between love and fear you know it's the difference between light and dark Mm -hmm. so you the weakness of your connection is like a dimmer switch and you're just turning it down until you know there's yeah we have we have roles we have mom we have dad we have husband we have wife but we're not experiencing the benefit of them Mm. And it's and it's moving from away from benefit into liability because those are powerful people in our setting as children. So when those people lose their sense of purpose and 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 then they they function detrimentally, the consistency of that is culture. Mm. You're creating culture in your family by turning the dimmer down and and forcing your children to learn to see in the dark. Wow. You know, uh, training your children to read in the dark, training your children to function in the dark because you refused to turn the light up. And that's culture. I mean, a lot of kids grow up in the dark, and it's scary. And I don't know, you know, I don't don't know how to overemphasize the personal responsibility for parents to be good at their job as as husband and wife yeah i i mean there's a lot of people that get married and it's not exactly what they thought and it's they're struggling and they don't know what to do and they know they're doing it wrong and affecting their kids and it's for me it even watching us you know we've been married 36 years and we still have to work on our connection doesn't end so you you know the 
the fact that just because you're in an adult body that you stop learning or growing is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So um, you have to assess where you're at, have the goal. Uh, you know, we talked about goals before, but you have to have the goal of connection. Otherwise, you're going to create something else. And it's not always easy. It's hard. But the benefit of it is generational. Mm -hmm. The benefits yeah. just keep rolling along. And to be able to have, figure out how to get some tools, how do you get some resources, how do I talk when I'm angry? You know, we, you, you, I raised you, so you're fully aware of this, but anger was <laughs> yes. a big deal for me when I, I was, was there too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> She's yes. talking. She's <laughs> I mean, I used anger as one of my only tools to in relationship because that that's what I used as a child to keep myself safe. That's how I interacted. So having to come out of that, you know, someday I'll talk about that whole story, but it's come out of that and do something different was really hard because mm -hmm. it worked when I was younger and six brothers, you know, we've talked about that. Um, but we're talking about the, the um, priority of connection between husband and wife, but it's also um, between a parent and a child. So you get disconnected and you want the child to clean up the mess because maybe they're the ones that caused the mess. But often the parent causes the mess and never cleans it up. Yes. Yeah. They just think, well, you made me mad. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you did this behavior, to me. Yeah. Your behavior was wrong. And so I'm justified in keeping you in this box. And mm -hmm. so uh, I don't know how many times I had to go and clean up my mess of I scared everybody with my anger. And... It's just practice, 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 and then getting another goal and creating that culture of it's okay to make a mess around here and yeah. clean it up. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the norm. The norm is we're disconnected. The kids are being affected. We're going to go to work. We're going to go in our room and shut the door and figure it out. And um, Because it's, you can give up. You mm -hmm. can say we're going to just live in the house as if we're married and happy, and they won't know. That, yeah, right. that is it. a yeah. lie you're believing and you're affecting your whole family Yeah, for generations. Mm -hmm. And that whole anger thing, cleaning up the mess. I remember Danny, you and I were talking on a video years ago and I talked about apologizing to my kids and you were like, wait, say you're telling us you apologize? I'm like, absolutely, because how else am I going to show them to how to clean up messes and that it is yeah. okay and that... I can forgive myself and move on and rebuild with you. But that anger thing, too, I know I've, I've paid attention to that a whole lot, especially lately, where it's like, if, if I do that thing, you made me so angry. It's, a, it's basically saying to the child, I just put you in control of the whole entire house. You are now in control. And one of the things I've seen is a kid, it's more scary to be in control of the entire home than to have an angry parent. The angry parent's really a scary thing. Like my parents are really angry. I'm scared. I think it's even more scary for a child to go, you just put me in control of my entire family and how this our mm -hmm. atmosphere and environment goes. And it causes so much anxiety in children because they're now the leaders of the home that they're not supposed to be mm -hmm. the leaders of. Right, exactly. And cleaning up, yeah. I'd, Cleaning up messes has yeah. been huge for right. me and our family. 
It's as never parents. fun, that's for sure. No. I think that's probably the one of the biggest things that parents struggle with is if I clean up a mess, does that mean I am admitting that I don't know what I'm doing? Which I'm like, yes. There's mm-hmm. an element to that that is very true. And is it it's it's like this concept that we can't not know what to do. I'm like, well, how many times have you parented? You know, I remember in the season with Delaney, we just kept saying, you're the first time kid. Like we've never parented past this point. It. This is it. We've This is as far as we've ever gotten. And, and you're 13. We've never parented a 13 year old. We're, we're doing what we can, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like frustrated at us. I was like, this is all I got. <laughs> I am literally doing all that I can, you know? And, I can't say that to Adeline now because I'm like, I've actually already yeah, done this. Been here this is a great point because your life journey and your parenting experience parallels. So yeah. wherever you're at in your life is where you're at as a parent, which should be a wake-up call to, I want to grow as a person so that my skills as a parent. So you can be, you can feel terrible and shame yourself for your past or where you came from but really if you just take an assessment and go dang i'm i'm not where i want to be and because i'm not where i want to be my parenting is not where i want it to be either and just grow yourself yeah grow yourself well and i think for ben and i it was okay we don't have the answer where are we going to go how are we going to find wisdom if someone that does have an answer okay where where do we see in front of us that somebody that's done this like what we hope that we'll do it in our heart, you know? And I think that was the big thing is finding, you know, where is there a resource that is encouraging and has been successful instead of just like, you know, finding anyone that's had a 13 year old before. And if it didn't go well, like, I don't, I don't want to go and say what, what not to do. I really want to go what to do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's more of what I'm looking for Mm -hmm. in that question. But um, yeah. So. Yeah. So it seems our next question was practical advice on connecting, but like not using anger, mm-hmm. cleaning up our messes, asking forgiveness, protects connection, rebuilds damaged connection. Is there anything else you would say practically we can do to growing, learning new skills, developing as a person to be better at connecting with people? Was there something you could just say, here's another piece of advice that will help you connect. Yeah. I think um, learning to build rapport, you know, um, the the skill of listening well um, and pulling from the conversation or the interaction, really, who is who is sitting in front of me? Because it's not me. Uh, it's a very different person. They need different things than I do. So finding out what it is that they need or growing, like Sherry's talking about, your own self-awareness of what people need and what you uniquely need and then affording that to other people like you know what you're going to need certain things that I do not need and I have got to learn how to value that so that you feel valued because once I open up your value you can step into a, a relationship safely but as long as I am constantly criticizing or challenging uh 
the differences between you and I and, and estimating myself higher than I should, then you don't feel safe showing up. You actually start trying to imitate me to me because that's the only way to be safe. And a lot of children find themselves hiding themselves from critical parents because I'm not you. And the only thing you do value is you. So my older sister's a lot like you. So you really empower and respect and encourage and, uh, connect with my older sister, but I am on the other end of the scale of opportunities and options, and I'm nothing like you. So we are in a constant disconnect just because we don't know how to meet each other's needs. Mm-hmm. What's the top priority in your parent-child relationship? The answer should be connection. If you want to have strong, connected relationships with your kids, you need to get the Priority of Connection Life Academy course. This course will infuse you with the hope and courage you need to create strong family connections. So go to lovingonpurpose.com and click Courses to get access to the Priority of Connection e-course so that you can decrease the fear and increase the love in your home. Now back to Brittany and Seth. One of the things that uh, helped us when you know we started getting preteens and teens, but also I see you doing it in your life, Seth. I'm sure you do it too, and that is you're having your children have other adults in their life besides you. Mm-hmm. So you create this community where um, they they can see, you know, they could connect with another adult that is just loving and and just a source of encouragement in their life so that you as a parent completely trust this other group of people to speak into your child's life so you're you know you're having a hard time but they're there for you too not just for your support but actually can speak into your child's life we had uh, you know young adults that weren't us Mm -hmm. that we could say we're struggling and they could come in and have a coffee or pick them up or you know, I, and I, I never knew what your agenda was until now being a parent. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's this building of a, you know, an army to to help you when you're feeling alone and <laughs> disconnected. We've totally done that. Like I have friends that are like, hey, because I was children's pastor for a lot of these kids that my friends now yeah. they're older and they're like, hey, Seth, can you step Connect, in yeah. and kind of be an adult yeah. in their life and a pastor in life? I'm like, yeah. Just know I'm calling on you too. When when I need you, you're gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna need yeah. you to come in here and help with some yeah. of this. I love that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, I think that we're talking about teenagers, and a lot of this really starts to play out. Obvious, more obvious the older the kids get. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you are not me. Oh, mm-hmm. you are yeah. a different person. Oh, I have to grow, adjust, and grow and change, <laughs> and. I think we we wanted to go the direction, too, of adult children. Mm -hmm. And when they're fully grown and they're fully different and they're around. Or have their own children. Or have their own children. And live in the same house. (laughs) Like you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Tips for connecting with them, especially if they're like totally, oh, the adults that you have in your life, the people that are older in your life are not necessarily people we've 
surrounded you with or brought you into, mm-hmm. and you are really thinking completely different. How do we protect connection there or mm-hmm. attempt to keep it with the older kids? It's complex, you know, having adult children actually puts on display that you do not control other human beings. And unfortunately, a lot of parents, that's when they discover it. You know, late teens and adults is when they discover, oh my gosh, I cannot force this child to value what I value, to pursue what I have taught them to pursue, to uh, protect all the investment that I've made, to get them to reflect me back to me. I can't, oh my gosh. And as a matter of fact, this child has elected to stay away from me. Like, wow, that's one of your options too. So the idea that you have a connection that is been being built their whole life through that realization that I don't control you. And if you choose to turn off our relationship on your side, it goes off. I don't get to stop it. So that, I think, is the big deal going into having a relationship with your adult children is, yeah, there'll be disconnects, and yeah, there'll be disagreements, and there'll be, you know, they married such and so, who doesn't like Susan so, and you're like, whatever, you know, you're just like, so you have all these things to, I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have picked that one. You know, you pick that one and now look what they're doing to our family. Look at their, look at all the trouble they're causing. You know, look at, look at what they value. Look at who they are. How could you've done that? And now it doesn't matter. It's now part of the family. And so they need that skill that you've groomed to connect, to serve, to listen, to understand. And you're going to have to apply it to the one that you're, adult child chose and and then they're going to have children that you want to be able to connect to and if you don't work this out then you get excluded because it's one of their options yeah and a lot of people are living in that pain where they have disconnected from their adult child because they thought you know if i just keep talking to you my perspective is going to make sense to you and you're going to go, oh my gosh, thank you parents so much for teaching me right now. And about 90% of the time, that's not what's happening. Yeah. A lot of the time, the more you talk about your disagreement, the deeper the disagreement becomes. And then we actually think that's our connection. It's like, ah, oh, no, we're not... We're not connecting over issues. We're connecting over love. And my unconditional love for you, that will stay on. We may never agree about this, but that we may never agree about that. That's not what it's based on. It's based on our unconditional love. So often as you can, you get back to this, and this is what we agree on. Yeah. I remember in Loving Our Kids on Purpose, that was the main, felt to me like that's the main point. The lie is... You can control other people and that you're supposed to control other people as a parent. Like mm-hmm. that's what parents sometimes Would think. you control this child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you get your kids under control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the other one that you're pointing out is love and agreements. A lot of people think the definition of love is that we agree about 
everything, and we can't love unless we agree. So hearing that, like, oh, you're just reminding us of some of the most important stuff. Like, you're not in control mm-hmm. of anyone else, but you and you don't you can disagree and love at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the, the culture you're building when they're young um, is played out when they're older. So if you're creating a culture where, uh, like I'm, Brittany's our oldest, and she's, you know, I always tell, Brit- say Brittany came out kind of telling me what's up, you know. Um, <laughs> but creating a culture where she can come to me as adults and say, hey, that thing you're doing is hurting me or, you know, this is the effect of what's happening. And valuing like, okay, I, I don't want you to feel like that, so I will adjust as, as adults. And so whatever you create back here, you'll play out up here. And even when you have disconnected adults, they still have the value of, I still want to value you. I still want to connect with you, even though we don't agree about something. I remember I was, I think I was about 30 and I was uh, visiting my mom and we, we were going to cross the street. And as we stepped off the curb, my mom's five foot two, (laughs) you know, probably not even, she probably lied about the last inch or so, how high tall she was, but she reached out to grab my hand, to hold my hand as we crossed the street. And I, by then, of course, I'd been married, have three kids. And I thought, you just don't ever stop being a parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't stop caring so much about this person and what they're doing and the choices that they're making. And you don't always have the answer. But a lot of times parents choose the route of, I so disagree with your values or your what you're doing or the 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 things you're playing out in your life. I so disagree that my um, route that I'm going to take is I'm going to pull away from you to show you that you're so opposite of my core values, and then they create this big divide, and you get y- years down the road and you're wondering why did we do that. You know, why didn't we choose connection and love over the issue or the behavior, just like we had to do when they were little? But it's just like, stay connected. I mean, isn't that what Jesus really does for us? I mean, we can walk away from him and do our own life and do all, you know, make horrible choices and cause chaos. But if we turn around, he's right there. He didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And we get to reconnect with him immediately. Yeah. So I think that's the example of as a parent, and no matter what's going on in, in your child's life, if you have the heart of for connection, that's your goal, then whatever's happening, the behavior, when it's over, you're right there. Well, and I think that's, you know, I, I actually said that exact thing on a different podcast that we did just talking about, you know, I think it was punishment and discipline Mm -hmm. just that how the father is you're making horrible decisions but i'm right here whenever you're ready to turn back around Mm -hmm. and you know i know that that's that's my what you know i'm trying to do what ben's trying to do i'm sure that's what you're trying to do is Mm -hmm. like you're scaring me to death and i'm trying not to control you which is very hard because i think if you just did it this way it would be so much easier (laughs) please just let let me me know if you need any help (laughs) i know i'm here so it's so hard to just step back and um 
but I, I think the positioning yourself for connection over and over again is really what I'm hearing will help make you a successful parent, whether it's with a two-year-old or with a 22-year-old or a 42-year-old or mm-hmm. however old they may be. Mm-hmm. But do you guys have any um, testimonies for us or of, you know, whether connection was challenged and, you know, connection won? And at any point of any of us kids or a story that you love that to share, I don't know if it, but do you have anything like that that you could encourage our listeners with before we go? Uh, well, I'd just like to encourage everybody that uh, that parenting, you figure it out as you go along, but the new challenges are the greatest challenges you've ever faced up until that point. You know, so when you take a baby home and it keeps you up all night, you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. You know, and then they walk and they break, you know, they pulled over and they touch the stove or they whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then they go to school and, you know, they the homework. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then they learn to drive. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then they're out picking a, a you know, a, 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 spouse. a spouse. You're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, it, 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 the problems change. Uh, you have to, you have to stay with them. I, I would, say that the biggest challenge I've ever experienced was with an adult child, mm. you know? I mean, I, I realize, you know, you you introduced some stuff to our lives uh, when you were 16. You, you, you decided to not call in and, mm-hmm. you know, tortured your mom. But um, <laughs> I think, you know, I, I had a challenge with my uh, oldest son when he was in his mid mid to later 20s you know he was really really coming at me with some you know like what is happening to our relationship what is why why is there no point of connection here what is the struggle and it and it 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 did it deteriorated over i'd say two or three years it just felt like it was just and it was it was like heartbreakingly disconnected and it was just rooted into this isn't going to get any better and and then he joined the army mm-hmm. in his later 20s he joined the army and it, it was like he he experienced a personal revival of personal responsibility and all of a sudden you know we were able to have what but i just had to keep my love on while he was stabbing me in the chest you know and and so when he was ready, I, I was there to re-engage. I wasn't resentful. I wasn't like, you know, okay, well, now you're going to have to pay me back for all that pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're yeah. going to have to walk, crawl through broken glass. And, you know, I think, um, and even today now, we, our relationship is, is great. And I feel like I'm able to, you know, give some input, but at the same time step back and watch him be a man, you know, in his steps that he's taking um but i think you know the the though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil because i turn i didn't turn my love off mm-hmm. you know i just didn't turn my love off so i don't know what you're going to do with all that's going on over there and i don't control it i i, I feel like that is probably the scariest thing i've been through so far was wow. that uh I thought one of my adult children were just gonna ash can yeah, me. That was that was rough. I I, I think um, having adult children that believe completely different things than you raise them to believe, and they're 
um, you know, they have completely different views than you as an adult and them as an adult. And but still being able to say, hey, I don't mind a conversation. Like I'm okay with a conversation, but I I'm not okay with feeling like you're being very disrespectful and you're talking down to me just like a child hates when they're yeah. you know especially what happens with adult children is they walk into the room with their parent and they become a 12 year old mm-hmm. child again mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. and so the parent has to go okay this is an adult person that's growing and changing and on their own journey and I love them so much as a parent I love you so much nobody loves you like right. I love you mm-hmm. you know and and I didn't lose that mm-hmm. and we disagree like never before mm-hmm. and so what are we going to do about it so creating that dialogue that says hey I'm feeling like you're being disrespectful I want to talk to you, but this you're hurting me. I don't mean, I don't think you're, and text is the thing, right? So I'm going to have this big, heavy conversation <laughs> through a text. text message. That's good. And so I would say don't do that. Don't talk through disagreement through text. You, you know, conversations, one thing, but it, you know, being able to have the language and mutual respect to say, hey, you're hurting me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and then adjust, just like, the, the adult child goes, you're hurting me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that is not my goal. I mean, we, we've practiced this with little ones. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk about this. Let's talk when your voice sounds like mine. Yeah. I want to talk. I want to work through it. But we need respect. We mm-hmm. need to not go at yeah. each other like this. Let's talk when your voice is like this. But it's like practice that, practice that, practice that as a little kid. Yeah. When they're little kids and then when they're old, it's the same kind of thing. Hey, let's not talk over text. Let's see each other's face. Let's mm-hmm. hear each other's voice. Let's not try to read. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. When and we, we, and we think this. that uh, we're practicing and the next week at school is game day when actually game day is about 20 years from now. <laughs> and you are... You know, they have all that choice. They have all that freedom. And do they choose to invite you into their life? Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's game day. Yeah, you're practicing at home right all, now all for, for game that. day. <laughs> and it's you know, it's it's a uh, it's, it's not it's, for wimps. It's hard to imagine. It's hard to <laughs> kind of keep that in mind. But it, you know, you're 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 moving your your values through generations. Yeah. To build momentum as an inheritance and legacy. That's that's a different mindset than I'm trying to get through the day. Trying to survive. But right. sometimes we you know we you know eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. That kind of leads to a culture. It doesn't kinda it leads to a mm-hmm. culture. And that's that orphaned mm-hmm. survivalist mentality. And so raising your 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 vision to Father, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And how do I, how do I, how do I act like you right now? No matter what this toddler says about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. All right. Well, Seth, we have some more practice. We're still mm-hmm. in practice. I know. Lots of practice still. For us. <laughs> I'm practicing now because I know the adults uh, are coming. They are growing, and I want. To I be have. Ready. I feel like I have an adult because she's just a woman walking yeah. around. Yeah. I mean, that's, my ten-year-old is wanting to be oh, yeah. dad. I'm almost a teenager. 
kind. <laughs> Dad, I'm already more than halfway to yeah. leaving your house. I know. Thanks for okay. I mean, Delaney had her birthday, and I was like, in three years' time, if this was me, you'd be married. Yeah. Which, <laughs> right? I can't it's even like, see it with uh, her. You know? Scary. Oh. But do you have grace for your parents I now? do. I feel like I continually have grace for my parents <laughs> as I face my teenager. But it's good. Good conversation. Mm-hmm. I I hope all the parents out there, whether you've got young ones or adult ones, that yeah. you know, you're able to remember that the connection piece and um, just I, I think there's just so much to you could do wrong, but there's there's I think one of the biggest things you could do right is keep holding on to connection. That's really what it, what it feels like. Yeah, it's the biggest thing. So hold on to it. Hold on to it. Protect it. Awesome. Fight for it. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amen. Go do that. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for coming in, parents of mine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, thanks for inviting us yeah. in. I'll see you at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you at dinner. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I'll see you at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. Bye. If you want to have strong, connected relationships with your kids, you need to get the Priority of Connection Life Academy course. This course will infuse you with the hope and courage you need to create strong family connections. So go to lovingonpurpose.com and click Courses to get access today. If you found this episode helpful, go ahead and subscribe. Give us a rating and share it with a friend. You can also watch the show on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.